Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to the Harley and Josh show. I'm Josh. You aren't, and I am Harley. You aren't also. <laughs> this week, we've got some music from Ransoms, uh, Lightbody, uh, Connor Selby, and we're also going to be talking about uh, some stuff about Ryan Adams, uh, MySpace, classical music, and also we're going to be thinking about location and music. How much of a thang is it? Is it a thing? It, it's a thing, a thang I've thought about this morning. It certainly will be. It will be. <laughs> um, so what you been doing, Halahi? Uh, tell you what, man, I am feeling good today. Are I you? am, yes, nice and refreshed, full of energy. Um, I've had a pretty awesome weekend, which I really enjoyed. So, really? Um, yeah. <laughs> What'd you do? Well, interrupting banjo. Interrupt. <laughs> hang on, hang on. <laughs> what have you found now? Hey, Josh. What? Do you want to hear a joke? What's that? Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting banjo. Interrupting banjo. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I see what you did there. <laughs> Ed, that's a thing. Yeah, so, cool. so, so your things. Yeah, I only had the one gig this weekend. It was pretty, pretty relaxed. Same. I say it was pretty relaxed. Um... I was at the... It was quite a laxative. I was in... Yes, a relaxative. Um, um, I was at, in Claydon this weekend at the Greyhound. I don't know if you played there before. No, I have any. No. I've heard of it, though. We are playing there in May with the Hopefuls, actually. 3rd oh, of May. Oh, so we? We may. Um, it's a really, really nice place. Uh, yeah. They've recently gone under new management. Um, I think beginning of the year or end of last year. Right. Uh, and they're doing really good stuff with it. So um, we, uh, they've they've had quite a few bands on. Uh, we got contacted, I think, end of last year about doing a show there, and they were really liked what we what what we were about. Yeah, um, I mean, because I can't think of many other bands around here that are actually doing sort of public shows that are playing the music that you guys do. No, and I, I think that's kind of we we're getting that a lot of people going. This isn't the sort of music that we're used to hearing in pubs, and it's a refreshing change. As a band, yeah. And as a lot of people, I mean, because the pub scene is certainly a predominantly music, like a rock scene. Yeah. Um, And the great thing is rock musicians, even if it's not the sort of thing they're into, they really do appreciate people doing something original, doing something, you know, it's not original, you know what I mean, but doing something oh, different. Mean. Yeah. Um, and they appreciate it done well. Yeah. And I like to think we do it well. Anyway. Um, and I think this weekend, this uh, this gig at the Greyhound was, was certainly no um, no different. We, uh, no exception. No exception. We had some good people. We had some friends come along. We had a friend of the show, Marvin Louise, um, who uh, we, I think, I don't know if you met, saw them at Ipswich Music Day last year, but that's the last time I saw them. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and they were, were talking about being uh, listening to the show and enjoying it. Oh. So uh, um, they popped along. Uh, and it was really good to see them. It was the first time they'd seen Chart Attack. Uh, they'd obviously heard me waffle on about them um, relentlessly on the show. So, uh, and they were really we impressed. Do. It was really good. Um, the, 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 gig was great we didn't we weren't sure what to expect right it was it's a sort of a foodie pub um, okay yeah and it's it a chain thing or i think it's not a chain right um it's more of a but, yeah yeah um but and there was also a private 
uh, party in the other room because the room split into two parts. Okay. So we weren't sure sort of what kind of reception we were going to get. What were um, your set times? So, well, we started at, we were told to start at nine. And I said, when do we need to be finished by? And they said, well, we, we can go till 12. Now, right. we've got two hour sets. So I said, well, Standard, yeah. if we start at nine, we're probably going to be finishing about quarter past 11 with our break. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, we've got a lot of set time. Well, we've got, a, we've got a lot of set, but then we're also limited. We've had to reduce our set briefly yeah. due to recent things that we talk, talked about a few weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. Taking out to Mark Kelly, to so Michael Jackson, Kelly. Yeah. Michael Kelly and yeah. um, R. Jackson. Yeah. Um, Richie Jackson. Um, so... <laughs> Man with moustache, skateboarding man, if anyone hasn't seen him. Um, so we sort of finished our set and the bar bar lady came and says, do you think you could play a little extra? We had to go, mm, we'll, we'll see what we can do. We, I did something I don't like doing, right. which was we ended Insulting up... Insulting the band. Yeah. Right. Uh, we decided to, yep, yeah, we'll carry on. We'll, we'll do a bit more. However, we didn't quite have enough set. Uh, to right. fill it out so we did play some songs from the first set which right. everyone was okay by but it's something I just don't like repeating the same song more than yeah, once in a gig same. because yeah, yeah. it's just it's a bit of a cop out it makes you feel a bit limited doesn't it yeah uh, however we did say it was really nice to play some of our first set songs whilst warmed up so many songs that we play in our first set regularly we still kind of getting that feeling the rope so yeah. we sort of our openers were just like ah this is great it's it's got the energy of a second set to it you right know? okay, okay. Um, which is great it was really good fun um, and yeah it just went down really well um, so you did do an extra what 45 we did an extra 45 yeah so we finished about quarter past 11 we took about 5 minutes whilst we sort of made a game plan and we played all the way through till midnight yeah, great. Um, and it was really good fun they paid you extra though right Yes, they did. Yes, okay, yeah, they uh, they did offer us a bit extra, which was very nice of them, and uh, yeah. we 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 were really appreciative of that. I've had that from a crowd member before. Well, at the end of a gig, they'll come up and go, "Here's fifty quid, keep playing." And I'm like, I'll just look at the bar, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> and that was a that was a solo gig, so I was like, "Oh, quids in, mate." <laughs> yeah, it's awkward if they give you fifty quid, especially right a three or a four piece. It's really hard to split. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can somebody take half a penny, please? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, there was um. There was something else that I was going to say that was regarding this whole gig thing, but I can't remember what it was. The, we, we we did have some people turn up and booked a wedding out of it as well. Oh, so that was cool. really good. We just got the contract through today. So that's I'm really, really why we do the public shows. Isn't yeah, that's it. Um, and it, it was really good fun. Um, it was our only gig that weekend, so that the, the extra pay did help in that regard and it's a new venue as well to play in so yes. it can be a little bit a little bit nerve-wracking like like the picture that i posted on the uh, picture that i posted on this morning oh yes uh was was uh, just a, a picture of a band like and there's too many musicians well so more musicians on stage than there are in the crowd yes yeah and there's been times when you turn up to a new venue you're like uh, is it going to be like this with we my outnumber duo? even the bar staff <laughs> yes yes and and every musician's had a gig like that and, and if you haven't yet you will because <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes just just the, the the stars do not align. That's the one. You know, some I, I remember I did a gig to nobody because it uh, was playing it was with space in rocks. my living room. Yeah, right. uh, but it was absolutely hurling it down with rain. You were playing down the road. There was another band <laughs> hey, playing. Hey, man! <laughs> but I think you may have advertised it better or better than than <laughs> our one was. I'm but sorry. There was also Marty O'Reilly at the Cult Cafe. Right and. Blockheads were playing at the music room on the same night. So anyone who was into music, they had their spoiled choice, and we just didn't make the top of the list for, for right. enough people. 
Yeah. And it was what a very was the, quiet where night. Where was it? Uh, this was at the Green Rat. Green Rat. Years yeah. ago, back when uh, Luke used to run it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, is he running now? Isn't it the, the Suffolk Punch? It was at Suffolk Punch, but I think that's I think that's up for sale now. Right, I don't it? know whether okay. he's keep he's still running it until it's taken over. But it's a constant shift around in Ipswich, isn't it? It, it is. I remember that that whole thing. Uh, so Luke went from the rat to the punch. The people went from the punch went to the railway. Right. Um, people from the railway went elsewhere, but at the same time. The Nelson and the Duke of York swapped management as well. It was oh, all my goodness. so yeah. It was like change places, <laughs> places, places like musical, musical pubs, musical pubs. Well, they are yeah, musical yeah, pubs. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah, it's all over the place. But what yeah, that, that, yes, it sort of shows that because uh, we, we talked about this before about venues and, uh, yeah. and how kind of you know back in the day when you when these venues were built. It was sort of horse and cart, so you wouldn't walk into town or, or you know, get a taxi into town um, to go out. You'd yeah. have to go to the, your nearest sort of drinking hole, so there'd be loads of places to gig. But as people just suddenly thought, oh, I'm just going to go into town instead because it's cheap to get in there, I can get on the bus or I can jump in the car or get on a bike, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, so they're more sort of like, oh, I'll go into town rather than go to my local boozer. That's it. That's it. So, it's... yeah. But, you know, it's good to see that a lot of them are still around. That's it. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's been. It's, there is some real good stuff, but music, bleh, venues, words. Yeah, there uh, are great words. There are great word venues about. Um, yeah. And my plan, actually, now I looked so-called at called theatres. Yes, I looked at our, our or libraries gig list that we've got for this year, and we've got a lot of Ipswich places. Uh, so my mission for the, the next few uh, weeks is to try and find some out of Ipswich places. Mm. Um, I'm going to Norwich on Friday. Uh, I'm going to hit up get some your venues. Passport out, boy. Oh yeah, boy. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna get my. Uh, I'm gonna speak to some venues and try and get some gigs booked uh, yeah. in Norwich. Um, nice. Maybe speak to some places in Cambridge as well, nice. uh, and Colchester as well because that's not a million miles away, but it's still another county. Yeah. Um, I just need to find my foot in with those places because it's yeah. so easy to get gigs locally when you know the people. But you start to rest on your laurels a bit. Easy. I'm, I'm guilty of that. I think yeah. a lot of people are very guilty of that. Certainly. Um, that's why I don't know. That's one of the reasons why I've stopped gigging so much recently is because just like well. We can easily get gigs around here. Yeah. Not bragging, but um, it's not. It's sometimes the easy thing isn't the right thing to do, is it? No. So especially for a brand, like if you just sit there and think, right, let's just let's just not take risks. Yeah. Um. Then it's like, well, people aren't going to look at you as progressing. No. And you know, Friday's gig was a real fun gig. We because we were playing to new people who had not heard us before, mm. uh, and they really enjoyed it. They really appreciated it. And although we were playing the same stuff, just just the change of venue, somewhere mm-hmm. different. It wasn't all oh, this whole thing again. There was the the kind of setup of oh, how are we going to do this? Yeah. How are we going to make this ones. work? You know how how loud can we be? Mm. How loud should we be? Yeah. You know we don't want to uh, upset the puppies. The, the pub puppies. They have pub puppies. What? And they're very cute. Uh. So yeah, um, yeah. That's you know that that that's part of the excitement although it seems like the the hard work of a gig is to sort of work stuff out but yeah. that's what keeps it interesting it's what stops it getting becoming a, a desk job yeah. you know when you're doing well, the same thing in day in and day out I suppose you don't have a desk you use an yeah. iPad don't you yeah it's <laughs> same as your basic iPad job <laughs> <laughs> but yeah your Behringer X16 no was XR18 it? XR18 that's the yeah. one yeah now, I remember actually playing at the Swan a bunch and when they uh, they they just got a, a puppy it was a French bulldog and uh, and apparently we were the only band that brought their own PA that had subs, and that dog hated us. Because <laughs> apparently you would just see it like right above where we would be playing with its all its four legs like, just sort of splayed out. What is side, happening? 
<laughs> Barf. Um, <laughs> Libuff. But yeah, mate. Oh, oh, I find that so interesting what you did, mate. Polly did stuff. Well done, buddy. You're amazing. Oh, um, uh, so I want to show you. you. So thank you. That's my bum showing. Um, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> some people get that. Some people won't. Um, so uh, this uh, new actor I'd not heard of before. A guy from Essex called Connor Selby. He is playing locally to Colchester this weekend. So uh, this track's called Made Up My Mind. It's for fans of Eric Clapton and Freddie King. Uh, check out some blues verses on iTunes and everything. How much I'll miss you, I just can't tell And that's why I say, I'm so tired, baby I'm so tired, Lord So I'll be up my mind I'm so tired, baby I'm so tired Nice, huh? That was Made Up My Mind by Connor Selby. I get Paul Rogers, sort of bad company, free vibes on that one. Certainly, yeah. 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 That was nice. Nice voice. Uh, yeah, he's going to be playing, uh, I believe, in Coda this week, but stick around for the geek list to find out where he will be. Yeah. So, mate, uh, I did some things, and, uh, and, and, and I'm going to tell you all about it. In this section, what did I do? <gasps> It's, it's all happening. Uh, well, not a lot happened, really. Um, I was So we've got a performance coming up at Moreland where I'm teaching at the moment. Sweet. And uh, so we're sort of showing all the parents how well their kids are doing and their musical instruments, not just guitars. There's kids playing recorders and xylophones and all this sort of stuff. It's going to be an absolute cacophony, but it's going to be, all the parents are going to be so proud, I can tell you. Um, nice, man. But, so I, but I had the very difficult job of whittling down 30 children into who's going to be playing which songs and certain kids really like so we're doing let it be and we're doing we will rock you um and thanks to the rock project a little bit on that one because uh, i was just like oh crocky I'm, i don't know quite know what to teach there today so i'll show them we will yeah. rock you and all the kids love doing it so they always do don't they um so yeah we've chosen to do that but some of the kids really like let it let it be and some of the kids really like we will rock you but some of them just can't play the uh-huh. songs they love yeah so i did a test for them i, I sort of um i i, I put one together on my uh, so just so I could of all the stuff that I'd shown them how to you know how to play or or shown them you know what sort of uh, you know things that they should know so well, the questions I used were name six parts of the guitar or ukulele because I teach ukulele there okay. um, what are the names of the strings uh, which string is the thickest string uh, can you write down the musical alphabet uh, which chords are sound sounding major or minor. Uh, points if you guys are playing in at home um, <laughs> how many crotchet beats in a bar of 4-4 uh, is a sharp note up or down one fret on the guitar what are these called I'm pointing at the pickups uh, what is this called are they called the pickups yeah yeah no <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was a ruse um, <laughs> what is this I was pointing at the amp is it amp uh, no ah. also a ruse um, what's the cable's name what's his name Larry Oh, uh, Larry! Oh, Larry! Larry Cable! Larry Cable! Yeah, uh, classic Larry Cable. Uh, ben it? Cable. Uh, <laughs> no, it's Jack. It was a Jack one. Uh, what chord is this? I've played him a C major, but you know, you know, it was actually an A minor, uh, just with a different uh, root. Uh, what chord is this? It was G. I thought uh, you were going to sing it. 
G. <laughs> Idiot. Um, that was me. Uh, what is another term for delay? So I was just saying echo for, for the kids. How many of... Uh, how many echo. It's good. Let me get there. Uh, how echo. Many, uh, okay. How many echoes fit in a bar? I mean, how many quarter notes fit in a bar? Echo. How many half notes fit in a bar? Uh, echo. Which fret on the A string is a C? Uh, third. There we go. Why did I think about that so long? <laughs> which fret on the E string is an A? Fifth. There we go. Uh, um, what chords? What are the chords in Let It Be? <laughs> You're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> that was C, G, A, and A minor and F. Uh, oh. What are the chords in We Will Rock You? There's technically none. E. <laughs> and? C. And? A. There we go. A. <laughs> uh, and to tune down, do I need to tighten or loosen the string? Ah, uh, yes. There we go. <laughs> so that was the kind of stuff. So, you know, it, it had 32 points and I was sort of, you know, like grading him. My highest scorer was Cody and he had 29 points. So nice. Good kid. Out of? Uh, out of 32. Okay, well, that's so, really yeah. good. And I think the only thing he missed out on was writing down the musical alphabet um, all the way from A to G sharp. Because some of them, I think he wrote B sharp. And I'm like, uh, yeah. ah, gotcha. Um, so he did great, followed by... Um, Cameron, who goes to the Rock Project as well. Awesome, yeah. Um, Aiden and Kieran. Uh, yeah. So they, so I put them in for the harder one, which is Let It Be. And the kids that didn't score as well, I put them in for We Were Rock You because I still want them to enjoy themselves. Yeah. Um, so that was quite fun, although it's just been kind of mean to sit there and go, you are not in. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I found a way for them all to be playing. Nice. Um, so I had that. I was... Um, what else have I written down that I do because I've forgotten I did some session work oh, nice. uh, last Tuesday which was really fun just sort of putting, laying down some heavy metal guitars with yeah, some shredding yeah. which I've been getting back to for a game soundtrack which I'm really excited about is it fun to some, do it yeah like do it again yeah because I, I just wish I still had the hair <laughs> still using the same Ibanez that white Ibanez course, that I had yeah. from back in college um which you actually helped help me out with sort of yeah. setting it up a little I while see, back. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, it was really fun. But the thing is, the game's only coming out on Xbox One. I'm not going to say what game it, like, game it is, but I've got PS3, PS4, sorry. So uh... I'm like, darn it. Um, but yeah, that's coming out in May. So that's, that's uh, straight on, wow, that's, coming that's, on soon, right? That's quite soon, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right. Like... I think that's only a couple of months. Um, I've been, it may well be. I've been filling it. Way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been filling in for Tom, old Tom McCarthy, have, as he's yeah. been away with Ailstorm and the Bootyard Bandits on tour around Europe. Um, of course, get, getting it in before Brexit. Is he back this? He's week? coming back tonight. <gasps> very late. Tonight. I get to see Timothy. May. Well, I don't think he's going to be back at the Rock Project. Oh, right? oh, yeah, probably won't. But no. you see him on Wednesday. I get to see um, Timothy. But I've been yeah, so I've been filling in for him guitar, and also over the weekend, I've been looking after his dog. Of course, Maisie, wonderful little little thing. Yeah, but uh, because Kezia flew over and surprised him um, while he was on tour. Oh, so yeah, I think I it was, she went over that. to Holland. Um, nice. And so she just sort of messaged Frankie and I, just saying, "Can you look after Maisie while we're away?" Because they've got cats and stuff, and they can, like, and they've got people that will just pop over to look after. Yeah. them. they need somebody that's actually going to walk the dog. So I've been feeling like the talented Mr. McCarthy right now. I've like assumed his life. <laughs> I've, I've proper like, Is I've been that, doing his job. That would explain the moustache. Yeah, we got <laughs> Just not the good looks. <laughs> um, I think you're beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Just not Tom McCarthy beautiful. No um, one is. But yeah, no, right. And, uh, but yeah, the dog's been great. Great, she's, yeah. She's, the problem is she, she's, she's a couch sitter and we're not, we don't like dogs on the couch so we just uh, had to cover everything in blankets. <laughs> she's been like, fine. Um, 
she's she's really cute though because every time you get her excited she just makes stupid noises <laughs> i was sort of just like go, she just goes <laughs> it's like you do realize it's not a dog noise Maisie, right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um anyway so i had that and uh, and also had a goofer dust gig on saturday sweet nice I was at the bay horse uh, in sudbury of course yeah that's a fun little gig that one i like that there um yeah, really nice. We got to play some of the tracks from our album that's going to be coming out soon. Keep teasing it, keep teasing it. But it's what's well, my favorite Blue Blues album at the moment. Uh, yeah. You know, recorded twelve tracks all in one day. Got it all done. Oh, nice. That's not. I that wasn't over the weekend. What's the name of the studio? You did that we went to remember? Rook's Yard. It's right. sort of uh, near Clacton. Okay, cool. It was quite fun. Uh, um, but yeah, so we uh, we just sort of played a bunch of those uh, those new tracks, a bunch of old ones from sort of like, you know, the Feel Goods and, yeah. um, you know, some Freddie King and stuff. And yeah, it was really fun. Uh, my only problem was I'd forgot to take my earplugs. Uh. And I was on stage with Giles King and Ben Diffley. <laughs> I was ruined by the end of it. Yeah. Absolutely ruined. It was like, yeah, just blaring into my ear. Uh, and yeah, I still can't hear properly today. Oh man! So, guys, if you're not protecting your ears at gigs, have you? Do it, please. Have you? Please, booked, God. Have you uh, followed the link that I sent out for the uh, music thing? No, I have not music seen guide. this. Oh, you should do that. I, I don't know if I. Maybe I didn't. I think I said I would share it on the Harley and Josh show page, and then didn't. Right. But I'll find the link for that because please I do, yeah. I applied, and I uh, I've got. I'm the reason I'm in Norwich on th- on Friday is to have my custom ear in ear. Uh, earplugs molded uh, and having a hearing test as well that's a great idea Um, and it's cost me £40 rather than £200 or whatever it is yeah but I'm happy to travel have a day make a day in Norwich yeah do some productive like you said doesn't help that my gig in the evenings in Chelmsford but It's still, you know, that's definitely worth doing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, for the, for Just the for longevity of your ears, for goodness sake. Yeah, um, nice yeah, long ears. Yeah, long ears. Like, they're hanging, flopping to and fro. Yep. Tie them in a knot. Tie them in a bow. In a bow. Throw them over my shoulder. Like a regimental Harley. Doing ears are elongated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're so musical. Um <laughs> But yeah, so uh, I think that's a great idea because, uh, I mean, I was so ruined by the end of the gig and it was like just one of my ears as well because it, you're never uh, really yeah. properly balanced out damaged hearing. It's like, you know, because I was, I was on the right-hand side of the stage, my, my amp was right behind me, so it sort of turned in. So my left ear was getting absolutely hammering, whereas my right ear was slightly... Ben's hat side. side. No, oh, so sorry. yeah, so it would have been, but you know, his his snare was yeah, being cracked on the left, and Giles's amp was on my left as well. So yeah, yeah it was all just one ear just getting absolutely absolutely mullered. So yeah, uh, please do protect your ears. It is a very very important thing. Do not be like me. <laughs> Don't be like Josh. No, be cool, guys. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. Anyway, I thought I I, I was that was a nice little week. Um, you know, I, I wasn't too stretched. Um, still got no. to. I've come up with some new um, new musical ideas. Just been researching more music to put into my new bands and Sweet. some new projects and things. So yeah, Ooh. keep your eyes peeled and ears peeled because I'll be talking about it on the old podcast. Peely long ears. Mm. Um, so uh, let's play some new music uh, from Ransoms. They've got uh, an EP and a gig coming up soon with Pet Needs. They're playing with Pet Needs course, here at yeah. the Smokehouse. So yeah, check it out. This is Dignity by Ransoms. Sifting through to take my pick, stomach turns, feel a physical set. 
That was Dignity by Ransoms. I got that on iTunes. Uh, yeah, I like that. Bit Jimmy World vibes. Was, yes. Very Sound nice. a bit like War Waves. Yeah. Local faves. But thank you for that, guys. Let's move on to the music news. Uh, I don't see how the tour is tenable. The fans boycotting Ryan Adams. MySpace have lost all music uploaded to the site between 2003 and 2015. And classical music streaming is up in the UK. <gasps> but first, let's get on to uh, Ryan Adams, because huh? this is another story just like the R. Kelly, Michael Jackson thing. Uh, the musician is under criminal investigation for his conduct, yet has made no moves to cancel his UK tour, leaving angry fans with tickets they can't sell or yeah. even return, right? So, you know, he's, I don't know I'll read into the, the story and you can, you can make your own mind up. On 13th of February, the New York Times published a detailed report featuring accounts from a series of women who alleged Adams had sexual and emotional uh, manipulation, uh, promising help with their careers, and, yeah, and, and making sexual and emotional demands. Uh, disgusting. It also yeah. reported his sexualized text exchanges with a teenage girl. Uh, with Adams at one at one point telling her if people knew they would say I was like R. Kelly, LOL he says. Uh, Megalol. Mm, oh gosh, no, don't you want to be like Ian Watkins either? Well, I feel like I should point out, okay, for anyone who's listening who may not have a good signal, uh, this is Ryan Adams, not Brian, Brian Adams. Adams. Yeah, Ryan Adams. Ryan with an Adams. R. Yeah, yeah. For Ryan. Um, since so yeah, Adams has apologised to anyone he has ever hurt. That is in quote marks, uh, but described the report as upsettingly inaccurate. So I don't know. I I I, I wouldn't want to believe him though. Uh, since then, he has become the focal point of demands that the music industry address sexual harassment and manipulation by powerful male artists and executives. Uh, the result is that many fans who have bought tickets to his tour intend to stay away. So yeah, there is obviously a big problem in the music industry. There is the entertainment industry as a whole, but the music yeah. industry just uh, you know not enough people are getting held accountable for just at atrocious acts. I think yeah, I think you know within the especially in the more recent times the uh, people the more recent times the newspaper in, yeah in the more recent times yes. Uh, it's a great type font. Um, <laughs> more recent times, new, new Roman. Yeah. Um, so people are being called out for for misconduct and yeah. anything wrong. Which it, it, again, it's only fair yeah, that they do shamed. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's good that the justice is being served. The problem is that I I feel you know these these musicians these people are giving us a bad name. Us yeah. good musicians a bad name. <laughs> yeah. Is that a Brian Adams song? You give love. No, that's Bon Jovi. That's Bon Jovi. I get those two mixed up. Sorry, um, but that's not Ryan Adams. It's not Ryan Adams I'm either. Talking about Brian Adams. I'm just, um, I'm just, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I do feel feel bad for the fans that can't resell their tickets. That's the that's the real issue with this. Is you know that they can't even go on via GoGo. Yeah, that's it. They can't. Surely they should be allowed some way to go. Look, I I don't want to go to the show anymore because yeah. I I don't believe in the artist. Of the Albert Hall, the Royal Albert Hall hasn't cancelled uh, the show. It's I think it's being held by SJM Concerts, right? And SJM haven't pulled the show because uh, Royal Albert Hall sort of did it through SJM, so yeah. they don't book go directly with Ryan Adams. Should it be their responsibility to make that kind of call? Uh, Who's, think, whose responsibility should it be to make a call like that? Yeah, 
it's a hard know. one for everyone because a lot of money goes into booking these events and making them happen. Mm. It's not just Ryan Adams that's that's got the paycheck from that show. Yeah, who's yeah? I don't know. I think it should be the promoter um, who's putting the show on because I think you know thinking about their own brand values, do they want to be associated with that? So yeah. you know, going like because I mean the Royal Albert Hall, I think they they're like okay, my hands are clean with this. I didn't actually book through this and I'm sure SJM like do block bookings with them and stuff like this you know we want this day yeah. we want that day and uh, so I think it is down to SJM to just go right no we're not doing this let's give them a refund that's it and but they but you know they're, they're not responsible for Ryan Adams actions no you know Ryan Why Adam, should they should come out of Ryan Adams pocket but you yeah. know anyway so yeah, what do you guys think? Give us let us know let us know yeah. talk about it in, in, in the comments below is there um, any way around this? Yeah, that uh, you know, the, the for future events that can you know who should who should be making the call to stop somebody else's misconduct, yeah. uh, costing their ex fans essentially. Yeah, money. exactly. They're all very very you know disenfranchised with it. Yeah. So anyway, Harley, what news have you got, sir? So I've got the news here that MySpace have lost all music up uploaded between the site between 2003 and 2015. That's heartbreaking. Uh, they're coming under fire after they admitted to losing over 12 years of music uploaded to the site between 2003-2015, which is a lot of the music. Huge. That was when MySpace was big. That was when MySpace was the go-to social media yeah. music platform. That's pre-Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pre-Facebook, post-Vampire Freaks, or <laughs> mid, I can't remember. But yeah, like, so my bands... Yeah, uh, music must have been lost there as well. Yeah, so um, that's a real shame. I I've got my music backed up, which is great, but I can imagine it's so easy. I don't think I had some no. of the tracks that were on there, which is a real shame. Especially yeah. you know, uh, there may be some music from Stratosphere that yeah. you might want to listen to, and you you might have lost that forever now. Yeah, and yeah, that's that's a real shame. So what was the yeah? Because it stopped working before it said it said on the report, uh, according to reports from people who were still using the platform. I don't know how many people those were. Um, MySpace has confirmed that all the songs to the platform have been lost. Just That's completely lost. I mean, you think about it, the bands like uh, Attack Attack came out of MySpace. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, it, I think, that, yeah, there's a huge amount of bands that came from, from MySpace. I don't know if Inter Shikari, I know they were part of, whether they were a MySpace band or... Well, they would have had stuff to thank for, same as yeah. Arctic Monkeys, I expect. Of course, yeah. You know, all these all bands. All the bands from the, that era. Do, you... owe, um, do I my, owe MySpace something here? Oh, totally. Um, but I've got some figures here. Oh, please do. Uh, Figure away. So... In an email to a concerned MySpace unit, the data privacy officer for the site confirmed that due to a server migration, files were corrupted and unable to be transferred over to an updated site. So it was just in transit that it happened, mm-hmm. uh, and there's no way to recover the lost data. Um, they've lost 50 million songs wow. from 14 million artists. That's a shame. I can't imagine how much backlash they could be getting from that. Yeah, I mean, there's part of me is a little bit upset because... Um, there's a band called Homesick Elephant that I discovered on MySpace. Right. Uh, I, well, I didn't discover them on MySpace. I discovered them on Radio 1 uh, as part of Colin Murray's Black Hole, where he plays music it's, sent it's in Murray by... It's Murray Collins. Yes. Um, uh, they sent... Yeah, they, people send in music that they find on the internet, interesting things. And they sent in this acoustic cover of a song uh, of Highway to the Danger Zone right. by Kenny Loggins. Oh, amazing. And they... This this band, Homesick Elephant, which I think they're a husband and wife duo, acoustic right. singers, uh, and it's just a really interesting song, and I love it. 
but it's not on their Spotify. No. It's not on their other pages. It's not on their Facebook, not on YouTube or anything. It was only on MySpace. It's oh. the only place I could find it. Sad. And it's really upsetting because now I don't know where I can find that. Yeah, so. I mean, hopefully they'll, you know, maybe they'll they'll start sort of directing people to, you know, to sort of re-upload them somewhere else. But I hope so. I don't know if they can get get around to contacting 14 million artists to get them to sort of do that sort of yeah. stuff. So who knows? Yeah. Um, so some good news though. Sorry for the bad news stories, guys, but some good news Give is... Give some good stuff. Classical music streaming is up in the UK. Well, hey. BPI statistics reveal a rise in streams of classical tracks that is outpacing the rest of the sector. They've Yeah, they've, they've benefited the okay. most from streaming, apparently. Uh, the industry needs to continue to embrace its democratic and digital future. In 2018, streams of classical music rose by 42%, compared with a 33% rise for the whole UK music market. Wow. So, you know, that's... Uh, what's that? A lot. Yeah, it's nine percent higher than the rest of the rest of the, uh, the rest of the genres in the music industry. Exactly what I said. And streaming, lot. yeah, right, yeah, that's huge. And streaming now accounts for a quarter of classical consumption, up from nine point five percent in twenty seventeen. So that's pretty mental. That's um, mental. Yeah, that's mental. Uh, populist or crossover composers like Andrea Bocelli and Ludovico Ionaudi dominate, obviously. Uh, but digital distribution, because it is very democratic, you know, we all. Yeah, you know, choose what we want to listen to much more than radio, uh, and core classical repertoire is well represented in the digital domain, as is back catalogue. Of course, so you can go back and you can listen to you know Haydn or. I was thinking about like re- and other reasons of why classical music is so well adapted to streaming and stuff like that. Why is that? Because they're large files, right? So that it's it's you don't necessarily it's going to be harder because. The songs are going to be longer than your average yeah. song and stuff like that. When you listen to something that's got multiple movements, it's going to be large yeah. files. So it's better if you've got Wi-Fi just to stream it than it is to download yeah. it and clog up your phone. Or... However, the rights holders get paid exactly the same amount for a 20-minute recording as somebody with a three-minute recording. That's, that's not fair. It's not fair, is it? No. So it's not really adapted to the classical music genre yet, and it has been benefiting from the classical music you know styles so they kind of do need to change that a bit uh classical cd departments or dedicated shops can where they still exist uh be quite intimidating places to be to the uninitiated so people like us that don't know a huge amount about classical music of course would walk into a classical music shop and just be like oh my god where do i start yeah Uh, but with streaming uh means new potential and future audiences can dabble with classical music and with classical playlists yeah um so what i thought was mood-based playlists you know, we sit there. You know, I think I've got one that's just one place that says "Walking like a badass" and it's all doom. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know, things just sort of like you know, something really kind of you get sort of wishy-washy piano playlists and stuff like yeah. this from from old sort of like James Rhodes and stuff. Uh, mood playlists play can make listening to different genres of music easy without making conscious efforts to do so. So you may just put on like a a chill out playlist. Yeah, and that might have trip hop on it. It might have electronica, but it might also have classical music. So you didn't choose which genre you were going to listen to. It's just yeah. happened. And then you find you just actually into something. So I think there's been a, a we good ha- signifier. We do occasionally put on, uh, at West End Music, put on some Lunavico on Audi. Nice. Because um, James is a big fan. And it does make good shop music. And mm-hmm. I can imagine there's also there's something like in, in there that it's, it makes for good background music if you're if you're doing stuff that requires writing. You don't want to be listening to stuff that has lyrics because mm. then you'll start of writing the, the words to the song out mid-sentence and stuff like that. Mm. So that's probably another, another thing that helps that kind of thing. Definitely. And um, I, th- I, I think they probably put them on in car sales, uh, you know, car sales rooms quite a lot because they've just got, you know, 
Ludovico buy an Audi. <laughs> oh, that was good. I like that. Well done, mate. Well done. Can I shake your hand? Yeah. I <laughs> ah. <laughs> you pranked me. Uh, you say, like, sort of streaming sort of stuff, like long music for background stuff. Um, I was at a party on Saturday. We did a murder mystery thing. Ooh. And we had a four-hour stream of a train journey. Literally just a GoPro on the front of a train right. going through like the Alps and through tunnels. Oh, pretty. It was amazing. It was just really good like background, just have something on. Um, and it was really cool. And that fascinated me more than it should have done. <laughs> yeah. We were we were cheering when the train came out the end of the tunnel. There was a tunnel, it was ages. Like literally, we could see the end of the tunnel, we could see the light at the end of the tunnel for ages. And we were sitting there going, come on, it was coming soon, it's coming soon. And we cheered and applauded when it came out of the tunnel. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Like, woo! Amazing. So, yeah, it's just little small things. Quick thing from Robert Horn, who's listening in at home. Uh, RE musicians being exposed about you know, sexual misconduct. It has to come from fans to start with. If they choose to stay away from the concerts, uh, they'll get cancelled. and cancelled. So, uh, we can't yeah. see a way that the promoter should be responsible for stars' behaviour. It's tough on the fans because they lose the cost of the gig. Also tough on the rest of the band, e.g. feel bad for other members of the band, like Lox Profits, who must struggle after one member's fall from grace. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good point, Rob. Um, yeah, I think you're, you're right. It sort of comes on mass. If we sort of, it's in a way we're democratically voting that we're not going to go and see that person. Yeah. So I guess it's sort of it's a warning sign to other promoters not to kind of use it. Certainly, certainly. Exactly. So uh, Harley, here's a choice. Here, do you want to play some music or do you want to get straight to the gig list? Oh, oh, I'll, mm, I don't know. Mm. Do I'm going to say let's play some music. Okay. Um, let's break with break with a little bit of uh, sort of stuff. So, this is a track by uh, Lightbody, who we know from when we were growing up. Yeah. Uh, he's got a brand new album out, and he hasn't really been doing stuff for quite a while. So this is a bit of a shock it. for me. I was like, oh hello, he's back. Um, back, baby. Yeah. So if you like uh, a bit of Phil Collinsy kind of sounding stuff, uh, a little bit of old classic rock, this one's quite funky and bluesy. This one's called Quiet Place by Lightbody. Nice, that. That was Quiet Place by Lightbody that he has a gig coming up this weekend, which I'll be telling you about. And also his new album now is about uh, available on Apple Music, Spotify. That's where I got it off iTunes. So, yeah, cool. if you're interested, nice. go check it out. Now, usually at this point, we do the uh, thing I think about this morning. This morning. Jingle. But we accidentally de- deleted the jingle, so, we, so we're not going to do no, it. It was me. Well, it's teamwork, mate. It's teamwork. <laughs> Team effort. <laughs> Don't throw yourself under the bus. I didn't stop you. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, uh, so because it's the way we work here at Harley Joshua, if we don't have a jingle, we can't do it. Yeah. Um, but what we were going to talk about, and we'll talk about it next week, but we want to hear you, hear your guys' input on it, is uh, is location still a boundary in music? Uh, so, like, playing with members, band members, or writing with people who are, who are the other side of the world, the other side of the country, but also getting into bands um, or seeing music and also just being part of a music scene. Mm. If you're into, you know specifically german death rock yeah you know being being live living in you know east east england yeah 
is that really a, a boundary anymore? Because don't my German death rock, I do. Oh, I do like my German death rock. I just don't live in Leipzig. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a shame. Um, yeah, so with the way the internet is, is that still a boundary, or are there still physical boundaries within mm. uh, location of finding the right places um, and being uh, exposed to the sort of music that you that you want to listen to and want to be uh, and the people that you want to be writing with. Uh, so I want to see people's uh, opinions on that. And if it is still a boundary, how can we overcome them as musicians or as music fans? Yeah, definitely. So. Um, I personally have written music with people in absentia, um, you know, from different parts of the world. I was living yeah. in one place and the other band members were living in different parts of the UK. So we never actually got the jam. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, that, I'll be talking about that next time. Um, you can let us know what you think about it. We've got, uh, you know, every single week we ask you guys what you guys want us to talk about. Um, so we do have a little picture... That comment that you can you can go and check Definitely. out on facebook um yeah so that's just facebook.com slash harley and josh please do yeah um yeah. so without any further ado harley hey Oh, uh, the gig list always comes in earlier than I expect it to. It, it messes it. me it's, every time. I'm always i'm always late <laughs> uh, story of my life oh uh, so we've got this week, quite a lot going on. Have we? Nice. Yeah. Um, Sound of Sound of Sirens uh, plus Ghosts Ooh. of Men. They're going to be. I love Ghosts of Men. Uh, we, you know, some people who listen to the show know that quite a lot. Um, they're playing acoustic track actually, a yeah. acoustic set, which is I've not heard of. Ghosts of Men doing anything that isn't crazy loud. So we'd no. like to see what how that works. I, I can imagine it will still be loud. Yeah, just with so. a guitar with a hole in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all it is. Uh, he's just shot a. He got a shotgun and took it to his guitar. Yeah, just like, it's an acoustic now. Playing a cajon with a sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, Thursday, twenty first of March. Uh, this Thursday at Three Wise Monkeys in Colchester. No, nice. that'll be quite fun. Uh, we've got Forged in Black. Outright Resistance, Spider Vane, and more. I love Spider Vane. They're playing this Friday, 22nd of March, at the Black Horse in Ipswich. Sweet. Um, have you got a gig Friday or Saturday? Uh, Friday. Friday. Where are you playing? So, so as I mentioned, that I'm going all the way to Norwich to have my ears filled with gloop. Lowered. Um, with whiskers. And elongated. Um, and then I'll go drive all the way back into... Chelmsford uh, mm. to play at the United Brethren with Lady Jane the Troublemakers. Ooh, now, who else is playing with you? That's, that's, I say that's, Troublemakers because the last few times it's been Troublemakers. So I've got Mr. Dan Dolman with me. Oh, so uh, we, we played there last year uh, and it was a really good fun gig. It went really well. So it's like Lady Jane and the Shifty Twins? I guess. Wait, no, because we're not the Shifty Twins. Oh, sorry. Lady, Lady Jane and the Oddball. <laughs> 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 Now, people might be wondering why we're laughing right now. We're, we're not going to tell no, you. No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, anyway, that'll be good. Uh, uh, I've not been to that venue before, so that'll be nice and interesting to see it's, what that's Yeah, like. it's a lovely place. It's a really nice, uh, friendly, friendly sort of nice uh, old-style pub. Yeah, good. Um, wooden floor and all that. And that's uh, cool. It's really, really nice. So I'm looking forward to going back there, uh, chilling, with, chilling with Mr. Dan. And, yeah. Uh, it's nice. Justine Demier. Yeah, last time we played, uh, he interviewed... I said twiddling my moustache. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Justine Demier. He, he interviewed me on the way home about the gig because he uh, filmed some gigs. He also films. Uh, uh, he interviewed me so he could show it to his students so we could talk about how we did the gig and approached it. So that oh, was Great really cool. idea. Yeah, yeah. kind of like, 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 like rain, riding with Rainer. Yeah. Yeah, we need some more of that, don't we? Um, this Friday coming up, we've got live with Monster Florence... 
Nice. And the Baskervilles. That's a good little lineup. That uh, yeah. that's Friday at eight o'clock at Through Eyes Monkeys. Uh, that'll be in Colchester, I believe. It doesn't say here. Um, Friday and Saturday, I'm going to be playing at uh, Kesgrave Hall, the Milsoms, um, because thanks to Pink Shed, that's Tom Ayers and Polly Haynes. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the favourites of the show. Um, they are putting on Beertopia, big old beer festival. Um, Sweet. And we've played the last three they've done. Nice. Which I'm really, really thankful for. Um, yeah, so you, I think it's like 35 quid in, but I think you just can you can drink as much beer and Prosecco as you want. That sounds dangerous. That is dangerous, right? I think it might even be cheaper than that. You get wow. free entertainment all night, so there's us and Robbie Gladwell. Oh, great. And who else is playing? I don't oh, know. Oh, the Frisco Monks. Okay, cool. I've heard the name. Uh, yeah. So Have we played them on the show good. before? No, we haven't, no. Maybe we should play some next week. Yeah, we I'll check it stuff. out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you like your beer and your Prosecco and your good music, coming up the Cares Grave uh, Milsom's this Friday and Saturday night. Sweet. Uh, Saturday, uh, Lightbody, who you who we just played for you, yep. uh, he is doing his album launch, which uh, the album Never Saw It Coming. That's going to be at St. Peter's with the Waterfront on the 23rd, this Saturday. Nice. you got someone else there, boy? Uh, we've also got Phil Jackson and the Rock and Roll Band playing at Three Wise Monkeys. Yeah, that'd be great. fun. Yeah, it's always going to be always a good gig at the Three Wise Monkeys, and it's always a good gig with Phil, Phil Jackson, because so he's mad. It's a double whammy. A double whammy. Uh, oh, I've missed out a Friday gig here. Um oh, no. So, Pet oh, no. Needs are playing... What's that? Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, Pet Needs are playing with Ransoms, who we played earlier, and uh, Boat Rich. Uh, not my Rich. He's a different different band, I suppose. Boat Rich. A web. slightly more buoyant one. <laughs> oh, buoyant. Um, they are playing at the Smokehouse here in Ipswich uh, on Friday, 22nd of March. That's a great little lineup if you if you missed that. You'll be sorry. No, nice. I'm going to miss it because I'm going to be gigging. So sad. Oh. Uh, Elephant Jane are playing with Lemon Curd Kids, Karma House, and Litter of Kings uh, this Saturday, 23rd of May, March, at the Smokehouse. Uh, that's here in Ipswich. Uh, like you said, Phil Jackson. Yeah. I've got that written down as well. That's a good find. Oh, Three Boys Monkeys in Ipswich. Beat you to Saturday it. at nine. Um, with the very important gig though this week. Oh, is this Sunday? Yes, it is. Yes. What we do in Harley. So we are, are you going to be there? Are you able to make? I think I'm going to be there. Yeah. Cool. So uh, the Rock Project Encore Group, which is our adults, 18 plus, if you want to know how old adults tend to be, mm-hmm. um, they're going to be doing their performance uh, at the railway in Ipswich, uh, starting uh, about two o'clock. Yep. Uh, Say for any. Um, uh, technical difficulties, which I'm sure we will have. Yeah, there's always technical. Always. Yeah. So um, uh, that's going to be a really good gig. It should be really cool. Yeah. Um, they've got. We've got a last rehearsal tonight. Yes, with, we do. With the uh, with the group. It's going to be a performance um, rehearsal this one. Yes. Tonight. So they've got some great be... songs. We're going to get them up dancing. Yeah. And really into it. Um, yeah. I'm going to be making sure that they're looking at each other, looking at the crowd. Yeah. Re- you know, interacting. And if you are looking for something, uh, if it's some, if the Rock Project Encore Group is something that appeals to you, here's a perfect example for you to see what the Yes. What, what they can achieve, mm-hmm. uh, and we've got some stu- some of these students have playing who'd never played an instrument before they joined. Yeah, and some have been playing for years, so it's yeah. all all levels of uh, exactly. ability. And some joined because they saw um, yeah. the the, the Rock last Project one, Uncle yeah. gig. So yeah, come on down if you're thinking about joining the Rock Project. It'd be a great way of, of checking it out. Yeah. So uh, we've also got a metal night at the Kingfisher. In in uh, where is that? That's in Chantry, Chantry, isn't it? Which I was like, that's crazy. A metal yeah. night in Chantry. Uh It's twenty third of March. That's the Saturday. Uh, there's loads of big bands on. Uh, well, metal bands. Um, so if you 
yeah, if you're into your metal music, check that out. There's plenty yeah. of you going on this weekend, I tell you. Um, so you could do Friday with Forged in Black and then Saturday at uh, the Kingfisher. So that'd be pretty amazing. Sweet. Um, Tilly Moses is doing a Keith, Keith Sadler Presents at Arlington's oh, on that's Sunday. Great. I haven't seen her for a while. Yeah, so I was, I was, it was a toss-up between her and Lightbody as we was going to play on the yeah. show today. But, oh, wonderful. So check her out Sunday uh, afternoon with Keith Sadler Presents at Arlington's. And also Sunday afternoon, we've got James Nunn playing live at Isaac's. Of at course, three yes. o'clock. Yeah. So yeah, there's plenty of stuff going on in there, mate. It's great. Great music going on this weekend, so make sure you're checking her out. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, next week we'll be discussing uh, music and location. Um, if, you've, if you've got some other topics you want us to talk about, um, we had the, uh, the Facebook game every week, and it's loads of fun. This week I put, um, who was who is your sort of desert island discs? Uh, so I put down a couple local albums because I, uh, I couldn't live without them. Hot Tramp, Sermon for the Non-Believer. Yes. A really good one. I love that one. Under on the Sky, just so you know. Good There's shout, yeah. Huge tracks on there. Um, East Town Pirates, their new album, Ship of Fools. I adore Great. that now. And that's, you know, you're on a desert island. You want pirates there, yeah. Um, Ghosts of Men. Scare away the other pirates. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to join. Uh, Ghosts of Men with Breathe. I love that album. There's some so many good, uh, good, good tracks on there. And also, I chose some sort of famous ones. Deftones, White Pony, ACDC, Highway to Hell, Radiohead, In Rainbows, and Eminem, Marshall Mathers LP. Have you got any that you reckon you'd add? Um, for me, uh, I my my probably my go-to would be Ruben, Race Cars, Race Car Backwards. Oh, yeah. I'd listen to yeah, that at least every week. have that multiple times, yeah. I, I will, because it's the best album of all time. Amazing. Um, uh, yeah, I don't really know. I don't know. I'd probably take a guitar with me yeah that's fair yeah you've got all the songs in then the world, I've got then. all the songs in the world yeah, yeah it's true apart from that one that i really can't play yeah um, <laughs> oh what's that one uh Smoke twinkle twinkle <laughs> all right <laughs> um uh shout out to andy hopgood her her idea was a uh, song in the key songs in the key of life stevie uh, wonder yes um at the moment for charlie bruton it's spike by tom petty great idea good yeah um uh josh carr from hot tramp was he was like i'll come he'll, he'll come to the island and sing for us <laughs> if oh. want to sing hot tramp for us uh, but he also said uh definitely marshall mathers lp he knows all the lyrics for that one yeah. including all the swears mm-hmm. um but Lord. yeah so yeah you guys get involved uh let us know what you guys want us to talk about and we'll see you next week won't we eh yeah love you and stuff you gentle people mm. we're gonna do a little harmony by ready one yes. two three <gasps> Bye. Bye.